Right here, baby. Yeah. Oh, that's right, perf- right here. Oh, that's pride. Against- right where? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Beer Plus 3, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. With me today is Brie. What about Brie? This about Brie. Brie, not the cheese. Yeah. Aw. I like the cheese. The cheese is delicious. I like the cheese, yeah. I like Sam being a cannibal when I eat it. Ah, there we go. (laughs) And with us today... That was an awkward... ...is... Rick Anderson! Hello, everybody. This is really what my voice sounds like. This is exactly what my voice sounds like. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to get a fucking And I am arena. a bag of Cheetos, and we are Beer Plus 3. You're a bag that of Cheetos. I love you so much. Yes. I tend to, uh, whenever you touch me, you get some little orange uh, stuff on your hands. And it ain't easy being Jeff. It ain't easy being <laughs> Cheese. Oh, it's not easy being a cat. Just a cheetah. Because a cat's the only cat who knows where it's at. Aristocats, really? Yeah. Are you guys doing? Oh, a, I know Are you guys doing a routine? Cat. You just have you said that right at the right time. It sounded like you were doing some back and forth routine. <laughs> you know, we're, we're I trying. Wanna, okay. I want to say that Jeff is my other half. Like he, yeah. we're the same brain. Yeah, we, and we just like share these weird little intricacies. Well, I'm only about one sixteenth of that brain, but yeah. you know. <laughs> She's the most of it. I I tend to just go, oh, you know, just interject one sixteenth of the time. You step in when the drooling's needed. (laughs) We need a drooling over here. My brain. Whenever you need a dumb white guy, I'm your guy. All right. Dumb white guys. Yeah, that sounds like a product. That hey, they rule it. the country right now. Yeah. Well, there you go. <sighs> that, uh, my favorite thing was uh, was the the Washington Post did that article. Did you guys read that article or hear about it? There are so many articles mm. right now. I can't. Oh, go back. Some of his uh, inner White House staff are leaking information mm, about mm-hmm. his behavior and yeah. and the, why the, some of the decisions are being made yep. and this that and the yeah. other. And he's just a petulant child, like we all thought he was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, considering so. he's telling people how to dress. He is. Yeah, there's a thing right now that they're tying. He is telling yeah. people how to he dress? He wants them to dress. Have you seen his ties? The, it his, looks like he's trying to cover up his junk or point at it. I'm not sure when which. the suits that don't quite uh, fit right. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe he doesn't have yeah. enough money to get them tailored He wants people no, he in doesn't. designer clothes, and yeah. he wants women to dress like women. So there's been this uproar about how women should dress. Women? Do yeah. Like, like he dress, dresses and effeminate with lots of makeup and their hair done nice. And I guess there's okay. a statement that he said, um, you could be in jeans, but I still expect you to be high quality, high end. It's like, fucker, oh we're, we're government God. workers. I'm going to show up with a beer stain on my shirt, and there's nothing you can fucking do about it. I won't. Is, this, it, is this something that has he's putting out throughout the Today. entire federal government? No, just whoever works with him in the White House. It won't affect okay. me, which is yeah. nice. Yeah. I just want to say, from the Swatman household, officially, yes. from the Swatman household, yes. to Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm doing that thing with my hands at the Donald Trump. Jazz hands. <gasps> Go suck a big donkey dick. <laughs> Can I have a cookie? Do you think maybe he <laughs> he may have at some point in his life done that? So I mean, just you know, what, suck donkey dicks. Yeah. Just, just no, I think he paid someone well. to watch them do it. That's true. Yeah, that might be what happened. That's what he does. Yeah. But <laughs> I wanted to bring up the the the. Remember, we we're talking about the fundamental uh, religious thing and yeah. uh, the women. Yeah. Apparently, there was a flight from Tel Aviv to. I must. I think it was 
coming over here, going to Europe. It was like an eleven-hour flight. It was a big, long flight. Yeah, it was uh, lots of fundamental Jews on the flight. That only until they got on the flight, flight realized that they were sitting next to women. And apparently, in the fundamentalist Judaism, they're not allowed to do that. They're not allowed to speak to women. They're not allowed to sit next to sit them. Next to them? They're not allowed to touch them. They're not allowed to do any of it. And they they oh delayed the flight God. for God knows how long. Yeah. Because none of them would sit down. That's so childish. And finally, once once they changed a few seats, some women were just like, "No, fuck you! I'm I'm going to sit you here." Know, you know and then, and then after the flight finally took off, all these guys just got up and stood in the aisle. That's so stupid. Yeah, you know, it's, it gets it's me the most about infantile, childish, really bullshit thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, who is she? Is she the? Um... That's Isma from uh, Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. Ah, okay. Kellyanne Conway. You know what's even funnier though is that um, oh, she's an idiot. Somebody pointed out that um, Dennis Leary looks like he could be dressed up to he play Kelly. Does. I love Dennis does. Leary. <laughs> but you know what? You know what bothers me about that beyond just the surface level stuff of I don't want to sit next to a girl. You know the whole infantile thing about that, which is it's almost like people like that don't even understand their own religion. And the whole point of that is obviously probably comes from the idea that women are going to um, entice you into impure thoughts or something like that. And so it's like, okay, if you want to live like that, fine. But you're on a public transport. You're on airplanes or you buses. You bought the tickets. You got to choose your fucking seat on the flight. Sit down. Nobody's nobody's accusing you of having impure thoughts because you're next to a woman on an airplane. Yeah, but it's in their religion. They're not allowed. Like, I know, but... You know, it's a lot like uh, <laughs> um, fundamental Christians or... Yeah. It's the taking or uh, Muslims that that, that that that's how they. It's it's the it's going separate. by the word instead of the spirit of it, which is it's not it's not literally that you shouldn't sit next to a woman. It's the whole you know trying to keep yourself. No, it's childlike. I know, stupidity. but it's just it's the it amazes me that it's stupid on every conceivable level. You know, it's not just stupid on the sense of you know who cares. It's mm-hmm. it's you know even down at the level of their own logic, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doesn't look, make look, sense. Look, look it up online. It's, you can see pictures of the flight and everything. Yeah, yeah. It made it more difficult for all the women to go to the bathroom, or you know, because the women have to get up and go through the aisle. So now they're rubbing up against all these guys. Oh, you I know, just it's wish, just like I uh, wish there had been somebody like a comedian, like maybe Natasha Leggero or something on that flight, where she would you know started like unbuttoning her blouse a little bit and start you know, intentionally screwing with these guys. I have to go to the bathroom. Oh wait, no, I don't. Halfway or through, leaning over, come over them, back. leaning over them, or intentionally you know brushing. <laughs> Up against him. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> what do you yeah. think of my blouse? You know, stuff like that. That would have been awesome. That would, I, you know what? And I think there was women on the flight like that, but I, I, I couldn't tell you. But yeah, it was it. it, it That's the, the fundamental religious people. I well, and thus, I don't know, understand religious people in general. Yeah. But when when it goes to such lengths, I mean, I kind of understand why you want to believe that something better will happen when you die. Mm-hmm. Understandable. Absolutely. Sure. It's not true, but absolutely, I understand why you would want to believe something like that. Why you would want to believe that all the things that have happened to you are fate and there's somebody, invisible guy in the sky to uh, support you. Yeah. Understand. I understand that people have issues and pain and and suffering and, and... but and they use that as a crutch to make themselves feel better about their own existence. That's fine. That's why I drink beer. Yeah. But <laughs> but you're you not forcing beer on other people on airplanes. You, That's the I difference. never use my crutch to belittle other people. Yeah. Except for you. Yeah. <laughs> But I kind of get off on it, though, so that's fair. <laughs> so there is that. What do you guys think of uh, the new Rubens? The, it's a I daily like pale. It. 
Is it's that a, what I drink? It's mm-hmm. gone now, so that tells you how much I liked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a really good beer. And so our, our warm-up beer, what was it? It was Ruben's Daily, Ruben's Daily Pale? Pale. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's uh, uh, There's a whole bunch of shit on the can I'm not going to fucking read. <laughs> Please. We did that on the um, current yeah. episode. <laughs> Wasn't a real It's uh, low ABV. <laughs> I mean, it's only 4.9, yeah. considering. And, uh, yeah, it's a Seattle beer, Rubens. I love Rubens. They hit it out of the park yeah, every time. Good. It's only 55 IBUs, which is really nothing compared to uh, what, what else I have, which is Kulshan, which I bet the IBUs on this yeah. Russian Imperial uh, barrel-aged stout is probably pretty big. Mm-hmm. I can't find anything. But <laughs> then again, oh, there it is. Uh, they don't have it on here, the IBUs. They only have 9.9 alcohol by volume. Yeah. It's 10% alcohol. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I'd I'd, uh, I'd give the Rubens a, a three. I liked it. Oh, three! Mm-hmm. I I really like it for mm-hmm. a pale ale. I mean, is it the best pale ale? I think Melvin's is a little bit better. Yeah, I would give this probably uh, yeah probably a three or four. Mm-hmm. It was good enough. That I didn't even recognize it was a pale. Like I knew it wasn't an IPA, but it didn't. It felt a little more robust than the average pale. And maybe that's just because I've had some really shitty pales in my life. Yeah. But no, this is what a pale ale is supposed to. I taste would like. I would say three four. It's supposed to be almost a an IPA, but it's not an IPA. It doesn't have that hoppy IPA ness. Yeah, but you know, we should clarify because of the current podcast that's out there. There was some discussion about our rating system, and it's really one through five. But three is generally considered. That's us saying this is this is good stuff. It's not. That's not really middle of the road. I always reserve four for something that really makes me sit up and go, "Wow, this is pretty good." And fives only. I hand those out very rarely. Those are ones that absolutely blow me away. Mm-hmm. And that was like a few episodes back. We had that uh, Alameda Black Bear Twenty. Mm-hmm. That was a five. I, that was that was. Remember, we had the grape. Oh no, that was the current episode that's out too. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. just came out yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was. Um, a really I good one. I so, didn't like that beer all that much. Yeah. I mean, so a for th- me, a, it was middle of the road, drinkable. Yeah. Okay, beer. I think I gave it a three. Yeah. But <laughs> so now you're confusing. <laughs> what is this? We're seeing a picture oh, yeah, of. You've never seen Napoleon Diamond. Never mind. What oh yeah, there's there now. There's now more uh, uh, black people in uh, Beyonce. No. Yeah. In so Beyonce. In Beyonce than in the White House. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's a that was a joke I heard recently. So. so I'm looking at a picture of Beyonce, and she ha- nice. she released her pregnancy shoot because she's a cousin yeah. twins. Congratulations, Beyonce! And everyone's yes. freaking out, but it's super weird in '80s. I would say, like, I think she meant it to be awkward and silly. But there's yeah. a picture of the girl from Napoleon Dynamite who does glamour shots. <laughs> and uh, what was her name? Debbie. I, I don't know. I've never seen that movie. De- oh, what? I know. To both, did you see it? Right? I was going to try to evade that question until Jeff admitted it. Now I'm going to admit it. I haven't. You seen You two it are lame. Go see it. It's on my list. I, we it's started watching list. it, and about ten minutes in, my wife was like, "Turn this off. Turn it off. I can't watch this." Yeah, she doesn't like. Uh, she doesn't like comedy. Comedy. I say she doesn't like comedy. Com- she doesn't comedies. like comedies. Yeah. She has. She's very particular when it comes. Is to it comedy, that she so. doesn't like. Comedies. I mean, does she not like Spanish language comedies too, or is it just the, the English? No, she language? doesn't like Spanish language comedies. Well, it, it, it has to be very like just doesn't. The her favorite, one of her favorite movies in the whole world is actually a comedy, uh, and that's um, what is it called? Uh, the Full Monty. Yeah. yeah, and it's a oh, comedy, okay. but it has that you know real movie quality. Drama, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's more of a dramedy, and I think so. She doesn't that. like the outright, so like the movie Airplane. She wouldn't like that. Strangely enough, she loves History of the World Part One. 
Oh, okay. There's so, so many different kinds of huh. comedy, though. Like, Brandon Wilkes, well, I love comedies, too, but there's certain comedies I just can't even. Yeah. I can't. Like, name one. Um, <laughs> Medea does whatever. Oh, I can't no, so, stand any of So, them. Brandon, okay, here's a good one. So, Brandon had me go see Bad Santa 2 with him. And now, oh, yeah, he, yeah. so let's just say, because he made me sit and watch Bad Santa 2 with him, he now owes me a fucking favor. <laughs> I'm storing it for later, sweetie. It's coming. It was terrible. Like I could, I tried and I tried, and I'm all about trashy comedies. Like I think B-rated movies are the best things on the planet. Yeah, but I couldn't. I couldn't. But like uh, Napoleon Dynamite is deadpan. It's deadpan yeah. humor, and it's really funny. Like I remember, I was working in a movie theater when it first came out, and it was a very, it's a very small theater in West Seattle. Now it's a huge, big deal. But went back when I worked there it was like two screens. Yeah. You know. $7 to get in. Right. It was like a third string theater. Mm-hmm. And I remember I always got to watch the last like ten, five to 10 minutes of the movie because I'm in there getting ready to clean. I was like, this is the stupidest thing ever. And I got to see the first 10 minutes. I'm like, this is still really stupid. But I made myself go and sit and watch. I was probably 16, 15 at the time. Yeah. And watching it all the way through, like if you have a beer, it's a good movie. It's so silly. It's, it's a throwback to like weird 70s, 80s mashup of just weird social high school culture and it's not like the popular girl versus the unpopular person that you saw a lot like in 16 candles it's more like the weirdos that just kind of blended into the background were suddenly the focus of this story and it was kind of funny hmm. so um like my friends and i have this long running joke of eat your food tina because there's a llama named tina and they feed her as ham eat the ham tina <laughs> like it's just off off the wall really i just love the fact there's a llama named tina yeah, yeah. it's great <laughs> eat your food tina but my wife hates, like, she hated um, the Holy Grail. What? Oh. Monty Python. She yeah. hated it. But then I showed her uh, um, The Life of Brian. She loved it. Hmm. What? So is it quality so. of movie? Because I think Life of Brian is a little bit newer than Mon- uh, than uh, The Holy Grail, right? Um, no, they're both, they both look pretty uh, low They're budget. on par. I think it has to do with subject matter and its delivery. Yeah. Okay. So, huh? That's curious. I'd love to know. I'd love to hear her in her own words what she, what what it is she fight. She that, loves Mel Brooks. Okay. Okay. No, but yeah, that's weird. So it sounds like I, she likes cultural humor versus <clears throat> just like deadpan or stand up. Hmm. Maybe. Well, yeah. Which would make she sense. doesn't like the the you know. I know she doesn't like the stupid you know humor of a lot of uh, sitcoms. No, like, well, you know, sitcoms, the bumbling dad, the smart wife, and, yeah, you know, the, the, that the whole 90s, uh, 80s, yeah. 70s, 80s, Whatever. 90s, oh, and 2000s. It's yeah. evolved, it's still no. on TV, it's just well, the, evolved the, the, a little bit. The thing bit. is, is that it's, the one show where it was a smart dad, yeah, killed the guy. Like, it was uh, Eight Simple Rules of Dating My Teenage Daughter, John Ritter. He was a smart dad who was thoughtful and serious, and he was a great character, and then the show killed him. And I'm sad, I love John Ritter. <laughs> I never understood the John Ritter thing. I did not like Three's Company. Really? I've actually never seen. I, I always thought it was just ridiculous and so stupid. It I was had the same joke every that, episode. But they were always, you know, one of the one of the best sticks that they did on that show was the, you know, the, Mrs. Roper was the best the, thing about that. The landlord show. coming, yeah, she was funny. But the landlord coming in and overhearing the conversation in the other room and thinking it was. Something it's always naughty. sex. I, but that's that was funny though. I mean, they always found a way to turn something stupid into, uh, you know. Yeah, it was, it was well, the same was joke so every week. I, I liked that. The week. thing is, is that I know the theme Bob song. Bob Newhart, that was a fucking good show. I know the theme song for Three's Company, but I've actually never seen an episode of it. <laughs> 
But I like John Ritter from like these small TV films he's done throughout his life, and I'm like, yeah. this guy is fabulous. I like him. He yeah. could be my dad. You would probably dig Three's Company then. I mean, it's it's really. Um, I think. Well, I don't know. I'd be interested in hearing what you think of it. Watch a few episodes of it. Next week's episode, Brie watches Three's Company. There we go. Compared to <laughs> all of it, girls. all of it. No, let's not punish. I challenge you to notice uh, when they're wearing bras and when they're not wearing bras, dude. <laughs> you I, know what? Here's the secret: they're never wearing bras. I, I you know, I can give you a Mr. few Furley episodes. Isn't. I took on a second job, and no, I'm Mrs. Roper so isn't either. Trust me. TV <laughs> yeah. doesn't happen in my world. What's that? TV doesn't happen in my world. Oh, much I, I took on a second job in addition to going to grad school, so TV doesn't oh, happen anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, you're too busy. Yeah. I hate my life. I would have to kill myself <laughs> if I was that busy. It's not by choice, trust me. Mm. It's <laughs> no, not. Got to pay for those student loans, right? No, it's not even that. No? My, my student loans are going to be forgiven if I stay with my job yeah. that I mildly like. Yeah. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's for my, my graduate program requires a practicum. And I've reached the limit of completing the tasks I can at my job site, so I need to add a different job site to complete the tasks so I can graduate. Huh. <sighs> Have fun with that. Fuck. Sounds like... It sounds like we need to open another beer, yeah. Exactly I'm happy to finger- you know, it's funny. You're I'm, making me want to drink more. I work with teenagers, <laughs> <Thank> and... <laughs> These teenagers, they, they're so excited for the next stage of life, and I can't blame them because college yeah. was really fun. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, guys, really, seriously, let me. So part of part of my process, I break down. We do a, a vocational assessment, yeah. and one of the questions I ask them is, "How much do you think you need to survive a month in this area?" And watching them kind of throw numbers at me mm-hmm. is really funny. So then I go through this process of breaking it down, and by the end of that co- that question, by the end of yeah. my breakdown, these students want to cry. And I'm like, guys, being an adult's no fun. Enjoy it while you have it for the next six months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've done that with my with my daughter. You know, I've, she's talked about wanting to move out. So I sat down and we did a budget together. I was like, that's how much money you need. Oh, yeah. I could do that. You know, and that's like the immediate reaction is, yeah, hey, I could do that at my job. I said, yeah, but that's you need more than that, right? You don't want to just spend it all on bills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I say it. I say like for, you also need, uh, you know, just money for day-to-day stuff mm-hmm. that you want to That's do. That's exactly what I say. Like, I tell my students, so if you rent a room or get a studio, the average studio in Bellingham is $750. Is it? It is. Oh, my God. The You can rent a bedroom for about four to $500. Yeah, okay. Um. So depending on how you want it, and it's up. And wow. all these things are like, well, I want my own apartment. Like that's not going to happen, sweetheart. <laughs> but then I'm like, so you know, you off the top, right there, thousand bucks for your rent yeah. and for your bills. And then you're going to want to feed yourself. Don't forget, food's important. So yeah. that's another. Oh, yeah. If you're a smart shopper, three hundred bucks a month plus your bills. That cell phone that your parents pay for, try a hundred bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Internet, um, cable. Like I start going through all these bills. I'm like, and then you want to have money to put in savings, and you want to have money that you use for fun because life's not about paying for bills. Life's about living. Mm-hmm. And so the average amount that I come out to with my students, depending on what they want to go do and where they want to live, it's 2000 to 2500 minimum to live in Whatcom County. Yeah. And then the students are like, I want to go live in Seattle. I'm like, okay, double that <laughs> and add 500. <laughs> what? How is that possible? I'm like, also let's, let's now graph your I'm stress bitter. levels and let's see how that's going to look. I'm really bitter. <laughs> Let's go see how your stress levels look after a two-hour commute. It's, yeah, it's, it's why I, I basically begged my dad to keep his house. I loved my two-hour commute. When did you have a two-hour commute? When I lived in um, uh, Skage County and drove to uh, Seattle every day. Oh. 
The commute home sucked because that was like a four. Yeah, but you're dri- on that commute though. You're driving most of the time, right? You're not just sitting in traffic bumper to bumper, right? <laughs> no, oh it's an hour of it's at least because it only takes about an hour to drive this from Skagit County what to. Um, one moment, please. Uh, <laughs> Hi, squirrel. I took my ADHD medication. Now I'm drinking. It's Uh-oh. funny. Okay. <laughs> Nothing like Adderall and a bunch of beer. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it, it only takes about an hour to get from from Skagit to. Seattle, okay. but it take two hours because of traffic. So uh, yeah, no, I yeah, and and I never minded. Of course, I was stoned most of the time too. So <laughs> I grew up it was a wake and bake back then. And that's totally what Jeff immune. did. I would I would uh, start my day by getting to about there's a, there's an exit that was just before like the Tulalip Casino mm-hmm. that had the only place that you could get uh, cappuccinos at the time. Who huh. told me this story? Yeah, and that's where I'd stop and get my cappuccino. Mm-hmm. I'd have my joint rolled by then, and I'd smoke my joint on the way to work. <laughs> I'd have a cappuccino. It was fucking. <laughs> Just was it a drive-through? No, drive-through no, no. You no. had to go in. Oh, okay. it was not a drive-through. I was just picturing you rolling it right in the car while they're, while they're handing it out. To you. I did. <laughs> you want one? Don't worry, man. Under my seat. It's gonna yeah. be legal in twenty years, so don't worry about it. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, this beer. Yes. What is this beer? Interesting. This is uh, Sumerian. Sumerian Brewing. Sumerian Brewing from Woodenville, Washington. Yeah. And uh, it's called Narcissism. (laughs) This beer is called Narcissism. It's a Northwest IPA. As opposed to a Southwest, Northeast, or a Southeast IPA. It does have a sort of a Northwest flavor to it. It does. I think it's a little sweeter than most of our... I was kidding, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, for narcissists, there's no middle ground with ordinary and <clears throat> no remorse for vanity. Yeah. Just like our flagship beer, this hop-driven West Coast-style IPA uses seven hops. Seven hops. Hmm. No more, no less. Not what? six. It's just not eight, eight <laughs> but seven hops. But the main players are loads of Equinox and Mosaic. Wait, they just said seven, and now they have loads. Well, it's loads of the seven, duh. Oh, I get it, I get it. Together they get Is it a- dense, dank. Okay, oh, they use the word dank. Uh, I quit. <laughs> Fuck you, don't use the word dank in my goddamn beer. Oh, they're just well, that's playing they to their they audience. They narcissism for a reason, right? Yeah, there we go. And it was because brewed. they wear their hat backwards and they smoke too much weed and they're douchebags. It's brewed in Woodenville, Washington. Okay, yeah. They play Call of Duty way too late at night. I'm really happy that Aslan instead of sleeping with their girlfriend, dank, except for their weed beer, because that, that one's fair. That's fair game. Yeah. yeah, if your beer has weed in it, you can call it fucking dank. Oh, whoa, hold on. What Aslan has a weed beer? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, they ha- they they have it on like short. I don't know if it's a constant thing, but they had like a special for it at one point. This was a couple years ago. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, they just opened a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was like brand new. Yeah. Um, then it was gone. How did I miss that? Weird. Okay. Well, because you guys hate Aslan. I mean, I don't mind it. Don't it's got good sliders. I go there for food. Yeah. Yeah. And, I don't know if I hate there, And their so. their batch, yeah. whatever, their IPA, I can probably guzzle. The batch 15, it's but, yeah. it's not the. It, they have better beer than that. They really The batch do have 15 is beer. a drinkable beer that if I'm hanging out with my friends who actually like Aslan, I can sit and tolerate the situation. Yeah. Hmm. But, you know, I still have to give props. I still like Aslan as a community. Like, they were, 
I still think about the time when we did the the um, tap trail, mm-hmm. and then a guy tried to assault me on the street, and then they took me in, got me. Oh, ice cream that was the and, one that we recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I threw off was... my game, but Aslan staff, <laughs> they were absolutely amazing. I sent a thank you, and they shared it with their staff, and they're like, "You yeah. should come in and say hi to us." I'm like, "No, I'm shy, but <laughs> thank you. You got great people. Keep your waitresses." Pay them well. The waitresses are very nice there. Yeah. The the bartenders and the males that work there, they're fucking douches. Oh, they ignored me for... I was there with a friend, and we were the only ones at the bar, and they ignored us for half an hour. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, and I, we, I went there. Me and my wife went there. Um, uh, I don't remember why we went I there. Did, Just we to have a beer or something. And there, it, they were pretty packed. They were busy. Yeah. Fine. They were busy. Yeah. We stood at the place where you order mm-hmm. for... Must have been about 10 minutes. No acknowledgement that we even existed. Really? We had two waitresses say hi to us. <laughs> but the guy behind the bar, both of them, there's two guys behind the bar, didn't even acknowledge that we existed. So did you try the experiment of putting a hat on backward, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, Jesus, we didn't even see you standing there. I should have said something derogatory <laughs> to my wife, and they would have been, oh, hey, dude. Oh, oh. yeah, there you go, man. Fucking, oh. <laughs> I never got. I've been in there a couple of times. I've never. I've never. I've never piece of shit. I've never got. (laughs) Hey man, Johnny Garlics is awesome. (laughs) Is that the name of his restaurant? I have no idea. (laughs) I think that's what it is. But um, (laughs) it's Guy Fieri's douchebag menagerie. That guy drives me crazy, man. I'm sure he's fun to be around. He's probably a great guy to party with. Great guy. Um, but man, oh man, his his personality has just got. He's got like one gear with his personality, you know. Just as like, soon as I see someone with their 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 wrap around glasses on the back of their head, <laughs> I I am not going to treat you like I treat the rest of humanity. Right. I am going to talk to you like this, and that's the right. That's the and right. And we are doing this now. Yeah. What are you talking to me like that, dude? <laughs> it's off the hook. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you're, you're a bad person yeah. if you do that. You're yeah. a bad person if you yeah. wear your hat backwards well, and was, your wraparounds on the back of your fucking head. I was going to say, though, in... Put in, them in the goddamn pocket. Aslan. If you were dressed like an adult, <laughs> you'd have pockets to put them in. <laughs> I was going to say about Aslan, though. Um, I don't think we ever hated him. I think we always just compared him to everybody else in Bellingham. And uh, they they never, were, yeah. They, uh, short. When comparing them yeah. to the rest of Bellingham, I, they were found wanton. Yes. yes. But if they had been the only brewery had opened up, in town, and you only had Boundary Well, we already had Boundary Chuck Bay. Yeah, yeah if, if, had... if we just had Boundary Bay, Chuck and Nut, yeah. and Ashland, I'd probably go to Chuck and Nut and Ashland quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that it's, it's really, it was just a comparison thing. I don't think they ever, I don't think Ashland ever made anything where I drank it, and I, I would immediately put it down and was like, that's disgusting, I can't. I've, can't. No, they've never made a beer that I wouldn't finish. <laughs> yeah. That's not saying a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I always try to like focus on ass a little bit because I, I think we've uh, we really trashed. We, we have we have reamed the ass of land quite we a were, bit. We were right on target with that. You know the um, the the person that does the beer reviews for uh, for the newspaper I work at agreed one hundred percent. He was had mm-hmm. exactly the same opinion. And in fact, he had the guys at Aslan. The guys and, at Aslan were angry at him and were like trashing him on their Facebook page and stuff. It was like, guys, he's telling you something. He's trying to do you a favor. Actually, he's not doing that mm-hmm. on purpose. Yeah, but yeah. Out of all the b- amazing breweries, you guys spend millions of dollars to open up a half-ass brewery. Yeah, I mean, granted, you have uh, whoever your chef is is doing really well. Mm-hmm. I mean, the food there is fan fucking tastic. Mm-hmm. 
You know what they should the try to sell there? Very good, but you know the what they should try to sell there? They should try to sell healing crystal dildos. Oh, you heard about the? Uh... <laughs> Actually, I thought I would bring that topic up because is this the Gwyneth Paltrow thing? No, it's the thing that that Brie posted to the. You put that up, the crystal dildos. Oh God, yeah, crystal dildos. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, you're you're really not supposed to use porous things. That's what I. The whole time I'm reading this article about these things, that's what I'm just thinking. I don't. I don't think this is a good okay. idea. So I will admit that at one point I had purchased myself a glass dildo. That is the most uncomfortable thing a woman glass. can show out there. Yeah, they have glass, and they were really popular for about two years because they, you couldn't break them, and they, you could warm them up, you can cool them off. I was, I was like, cool, going to say, I, I would could, think they would be cold. I could use soap and water instead of buying fancy gel. Cool. Why not? I want to experiment. This was before I met Brandon, so I think I was probably 19, 20. I didn't know any better. I didn't yeah. know what good dildos were like. <laughs> and then I saw this one, and I was like, Crystal. I still don't, and I'm 44. <laughs> not the ones they've got at Aslan. That's all just... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Assland, I'd like to talk about dildos now. Oh my god, no! Even then, like they had a crystal butt plug. I'm like, I'm just like I've never used one before, but I'm like crystal butt plug. What is that supposed to do? Like align your chi? Apparently, well, they they call it like chalk rub. Like okay, now you've just made it disgusting. Well, that's what they're. That's what the company's called. (laughs) A crystal crystal butt plug plug is the name of my next spoken word album. I know, but it's it's also. It, it's it, it sounds a lot better than what you just said. The, what was it? The uh, chalk something? Chalk rub. That's the company that Ch- makes these uh, crystal chalk dildos. Rub. It's supposed to never buy anything from your, a place called chalk or rub and heal you and bring spirituality <laughs> while also pleasuring your lady parts and your asshole. Well, I don't know if you've heard of Gwyneth Paltrow's site. Uh, oh my her god! Company called Goop or something like that. Goop. Well, yeah, it's she called also Goop. Has these weird Kegel jade stones too. Yeah, the jade stones where you're supposed to stick it up there and just keep it there all day. Yeah, it's not. And good it's for supposed you, to by like align your chi and make you a better woman. I and, like how that and help you with your menstruation <laughs> nope, and all kinds nope. of stuff. And of course, they don't do any of those things. No, a but do- they're eighty eight dollars a piece because well, they're pure jade. A doctor came out and said, "Don't." Buy these things; they are going to get an infection. Yes. Yeah. What causes your chi to go out of alignment in the first place? Wouldn't it be better to try to fix that problem, chia, instead of sticking <laughs> things up your your cooch later on to try to? Yeah, I don't know about you. Anytime I have a bad day, I don't stick things up my cooch. I love okay. it when you say cooch. <laughs> she says it's not nearly as funny as when you say because you you paused and then just kind of yeah. your whole that. your whole body didn't move, including your head and my, your mouth just went like cooch. My my <laughs> no, Cooch. I was going I'm through. Like, I'm saying something gross, Cooch. No, no, no. I was going through the little thesaurus in my head of which one would be the right word for this moment. Cooch, Cooch. Like love that. tunnel, <laughs> love tunnel. <laughs> but, oh boy! But yeah, the pleasure bay. <laughs> I'm sitting right here. <laughs> what? Yeah. I want to laugh, cry so hard right now. <laughs> I want to laugh, cry. Right on. It's not a Will Smith movie. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! No. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, yeah, yeah. So crystal dildos is a thing, and I don't know why. It really shouldn't be. No, because like you said, with the with the the jade from the Goop site, the doctor was saying don't use porous things yeah. because porous things can get. Bacteria in them, and you can't wash them out. Yeah, and then once once it goes in, you get infections or toxic shock or things things that can go really horribly wrong for your person. See, I'm normal. I or not normal. I guess. Well, when it comes to using a dildo, not using a dildo, penis is fine. (laughs) I'm okay with that. Yeah, 
I had a boyfriend that really wanted to stick weird things up there, and I was like, fuck, no. That was high school. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a boy thing. I don't know if you've been Here, visited this, the internet. How about the this bottle? Will this bottle fit up there? No, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, dude, it's my genitalia, not a locker. For fuck's sake! <laughs> like, exactly. I, I wonder if I can fit this bottle in my hand. But don't even touch me. No. Ew. Ew. Can I put this cash up there until next Thursday? I remember. I, just I, think, to, <laughs> I don't know if I was in high school or it was after high school. I actually uh, a girlfriend. She was having her period and and. I read the instructions and, uh, for, instructions and watched for her, her period? for her for her period. They come with instructions. <laughs> uh, it's a little demon that lives inside every the belly of every woman. Um, no, uh, <laughs> I am not going to dispute that. <laughs> you need to watch the cracked uh, thing about periods. But uh, um, it, no, I read the box of tampons and like the instructions, oh. and I kind of watched her do it, and I just was like, "Wow, I'm." I'm Sorry, you have to go through this. It was kind of an eye-opening experience because most guys don't, even into adulthood, don't truly understand the whole the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, you know. So it's it was it was an eye-opening experience. Do you want to hear the depth to which I didn't understand uh, female uh, the the uh, sanitary? Just so, no, just so you know, I'm, I'm probably going the to laugh. Sanitary cooch. I'm going to laugh. Okay. This is something right. that Deanne and I, uh, that came out in a conversation between me and Deanne way, way back when we first met, probably the late 80s. <laughs> yeah. Late 80s, yeah. Um, when it came to the, the pads mm-hmm. the women employ. Um, <laughs> I love it. He's getting they, red. It's they cute. hire them. No, I they thought. <laughs> well, trust I thought, me, it, it's only temporary. I thought this like sti- day labor. I thought the sticky side went up. <laughs> That's right. I remember you telling me about this. What the fuck is wrong with you? Would you like tape on your dick? To this day, Deanne will still give me shit about that. I'm gonna give you shit about yeah, this. And you too. deserve it. You deserve this. You deserve that. Is that is a level of ignorance. <laughs> I just figured you'd rip it off fast like a Band-Aid or something. So <laughs> it's you not a Band-Aid. You horrible little monster. If it was a Band-Aid, it would be called a Band-Aid, not a pad. Uh. A Cooch-Aid. <laughs> not. Today's title episode, Cooch-Aid and Brie Cannot. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Cooch-Aid. Oh, God. <laughs> and also, Sumerian Brewing Narcissism. What do you guys... What do we, what yeah, do guys, what do we uh, I, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a two. I'm gonna give it a three. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It 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 was weird at first, but it grew on me. So I would say three. Like it's it's one, again. It's I'm, like it's like Bash Fifteen. It's one of those beers that if I'm at the bar and this is all they have, I will drink it to hang with my friends, and it's tolerable. Um, nothing right. I'm going to seek out next time around. Right. Okay. I I, I kind of think number three is like it's okay. Number four is I loved it, and number five is oh my fucking god! I just had an orgasm with this bottle. <laughs> Not in that way. Um, crystal butt plug. Don't yeah. I was, I was gonna say, say this is glass. Plug. You probably could uh, <laughs> crystal butt plug. That'd be the most unfortunate name any woman could I've ever have. Horror stories of people like using the ends of bottles and then like the suction, like they can't yeah. pull it. <laughs> Really? Oh, in their butt? Yeah. yeah, that's a thing. And then they have to uh, either... I they would have to wait till they, they fart or shit? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? I'm the expert on this. Well, it's kind of like when you when you suck on a pop bottle and you get sucked into it because you are just you're, you have your mouth over the end. Yeah. And you create that pressure. It's same thing with your asshole, guys. So what do you do? So, so let's say it's in there. All right. You're, you're, We're going to talk the about pucker. this for real. This is for real, guys. And your O-ring is just wrapped around the Let's, end of it. Let's say you've Ow. gotten it in there a little bit. Like, uh, okay, visual. All the way right That's... up there. 
That's really <laughs> far up. What the fuck? Who's asking get that big? Uh, the ghost I think guy. everybody's ass could get that big. They just wouldn't want it to be that big. Ow. No, not everybody's asshole should be that big. Do you, do you just drill like a hole in here, or do you just kind of break this, or what do you do? Yeah, because I really want broken glass near my asshole. You break it, or Something you drill just... a hole, or you smash it, or you use a shit ton of Vaseline and pray to your God. Here's what I do. Don't put glass things in my ass. What happens if you just pull like hard enough, like you get some friends to grab onto it and pull? Well, Not then that, I mean, you got to deal with the I accidentally <laughs> stuck soap in my ass once, but accidentally suck. Yeah, wow. soap in your Bar ass. Soap. <laughs> two two bars yeah. accidentally. Went up. <laughs> two bars. Well, the first one was to get to the second one because <laughs> I figured they'd rub and attach. So I'm I'm kind of I feel kind of uncomfortable talking about this subject without Richard Gere in the room. I think we really need to get a first person perspective. Oh no, I was in the shower. It's not like I was just trying to get off. Oh no, it wasn't on purpose. It was you know. It's, I, I know Jeff. I understand. I get this shampoo bottle up there all the time on accident. What shampoo? <laughs> Motherfucker, have you ever seen my head? Do I use shampoo? So beer plus me <laughs> solves the world's problem one beer at a time and. I'm not sure. Okay. Not sure why it's all about assholes. And we're creating two problems <laughs> for every one we solve, apparently. <laughs> no, we're raising questions, sir. We're, we're just, raising questions. We're just asking questions. We're beginning conversations all over the world. Oh, my God. <laughs> why, did my that, life. why did that have to be so campy, Sam? <laughs> because it's Jeff. Yeah. What's this? This is starting uh, conversations. Watershed IPA. I like Oakshire. I, I like Oakshire. I've They're from Eugene, IPA. Oregon. Eugene. I like Oakshed too. It's, it's a good. I've brew. always had their stouts and porters. Eugene, Oregon. They, they make a good uh, a red ale, I think. Yeah. No, I think they make a red IPA. That's pretty decent. Yeah. So while Jeff is pouring, I have to ask: Are you ten no. years out of high school yet? Yes, I am. This is my ten year anniversary. Oh, are you going? I don't know. I didn't know there was a thing going on. No one sent me the Facebook invite. Oh, really? Okay. What I about you, Jeff? Have you ever gone to any high school reunions? I went to the 20. I wasn't invited to the 10. Yeah? Yeah. I, I got was in invited. the yearbooks. I hope I was. like. Of course, I lived in Mexico at my tenure. Yeah. I was in Mexico. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I it, would assume I'd be invited. Quote, unquote, fighting. But I yeah. try not to associate with most people from my high school. That's what I... I got invited to the... I got contacted by somebody on Facebook who said... Uh, <laughs> It scared. I thought it was. I going thought I was going to drop it too on the Dell. I yeah. didn't want it to go down on the um, Dell. Nobody wants to go down on the <laughs> Dell. God damn it! You got there before me. I want to go down on the Dell. She's hot, guys. Farmer oh. in the Dell. The farmers. That's a, in the yeah, that's Dell. a slightly different. We were talking about the Dell computer. But oh yeah. no, Dell needs Ooh. to burn in hell. Yeah, that's true. Dell in hell, dude. You're getting a Dell. I had to order a Dell for a customer today, and I felt really awful that it has to be a Dell. I usually prefer the Surface Why? Pros because Dells don't work very well. They burn out and die pretty damn They're not quick. as good as they were mm-hmm. used to be. No. Then again, I haven't no. ordered one in uh, almost a decade. My but, first computer was yeah. a Dell. It lasted me six months and burnt out. Yeah. I wasn't doing anything weird. I was 17. So Stop face- leaving Facebook it under in. your electric blanket. <laughs> no. At my job, we've always had a mix of uh, Macs, Dells, and HPs. Guess I'm, which one wins the award for dying prematurely? Dell? <laughs> Good guess. Yeah, I'm an HP Toshiba H- girl. Yeah, HP. Toshiba. HP does, does, really does well. great, does great work. Some people Toshiba really hate it, laptops. but my Toshiba's yeah. been around for yeah. three years. and or No, four years I've had that. my Toshiba's. So I survived two years of graduate school. No, plus now this year at graduate school. So two and a half years of graduate school work, so I'm always on it, plus yeah. my random meanderings in between and yeah. wedding planning. So 
my little workhorse is doing wonders. Windows 10 is makes me sad, but Windows 10, yes, yeah, um, sad. Yes, it makes me sad. Sad in But the, my computer, I've yeah. thrown it, I've tossed it, I've dropped it, I've replaced the screen twice and it's still going, it's still doing its best and I'm very appreciative yeah, of it. Yeah, my wife has two good Hushibas and they are both broken but they both work. The thing is, is that she fucking broke them. <laughs> They're broken, but they Yeah, work. one of them needs a new monitor. Uh-huh. And the other, I think, uh, oh, was oh, left physically. under a, I mentioned the blanket thing. Physically. She used to, yeah, physically, she blew the, the first one up. And oh. then the second one. Uh, and so I think the first fault. one is just a hard no, drive issue. I think issue. we can rule that out. <laughs> I think the first one is just a hard drive issue, and the second one is just the screen. It works perfectly, and it's a gaming laptop. Yeah. I just need a new screen for it. I was thinking just tearing so off I know this. So I know how to put on new screens <laughs> if it's just the glass Oh, no, thing. we need the whole goddamn Ooh. thing because the hinges and everything are broken. The Yeah, I had, yeah a, I had a laptop where the, the hinge was uh, was broken and it would uh, wouldn't uh, wake up properly anymore because they have little sensors in, built into the hinges that so they know when you've opened it, and those are incredibly fucking expensive. I mean, they're outrageously expensive, and they're in, and you literally have to disassemble the entire computer to get at those parts, mm-hmm. put it all together. You know, it's like it's not a simple matter of just you know uh, attaching. You'd think it would be easy, but once you get into it, it's a uh, no. It's not. No, I watched it's one uh, of those. A, I bought a Dell years and years and years ago. Yeah. And uh, my wife, uh, bef- uh, it was like a month before the warranty ran out. Yeah. And my wife had uh, cigarette burns in it and uh, <laughs> uh, had half, like four or five of the keys were missing. And so the guy needed to put in a new keyboard. Cooch prints on the screen. Ser- <laughs> let's not. Let's not. I'm going to tell your wife that you were talking about my wife's cooch. <laughs> in the abstract. It wasn't, the, you know, we'll get into In the it. abstract. Let's, let's not, you know, people Sir, do, your $3 words aren't going to make it better. People do a lot of weird things, but let's not. Um, but anyway, I watched him take apart that thing and put it back together. It was it was fascinating. It, yeah. There's a lot of fucking moving parts to that shit. Yeah, and yeah. just to replace the keyboard, he had to take the whole goddamn thing apart. Wow. And he had a like a piece of paper where he wrote down what what screw went where and yeah. and had those little piles of screw. It was well, that's you know, laptops are engineered to be like just ab- every tiny bit of space, you know, eliminated. So it's like everything just even now, packed right now in. with the thin, the yeah, thinner yeah, ones. Yeah. Like, so what is it? Apple crazy. has that one that's like this thin. I mean, it's just really. I think thin. Apple and HP are like in a fight over who can get it the thinnest. <laughs> no, no, no. Be the thinnest. Whoever makes, <laughs> I, I think it's Samsung that makes that peel off TV. They win. <laughs> Have you guys seen that? I've, you know, here's the thing about that, yeah. about the flexible screen, screens and all how that. How does that work? But it's, it is the biggest vaporware in tech history. What's vaporware? It's been, they've been announcing Speak it human every to me. year. They announce it every year. They've been announcing the flexible screen since like 1998. Yes, but what's vaporware? Vaporware is where a company says, hey, look at this awesome product we've got, but it's really not ready for. Public consumption is not ready to be produced. Oh. Well, they rolled so it it's out. Like they, they're really. Yeah, they had a release party in Japan, so it must be like Toshiba or Samsung or something. I don't know. Sony. Um, yeah. Sony. Huh. But they had, they had a rollout party like two Mitsubishi. months ago. It'd be nice if it finally, you know, became a became a an actual Wait. product. But I hear that I, I used to follow tech Mitsubishi news for years and years and years, and that just cracked me up every year. It was like. Like the marketing people must have had it on their calendar for every year. This is the flexible screen time of year, and so all the stories would come out, and like companies would be producing like, 
you know, they would show them off at, at shows and things like that. And it's like, okay, but you're not, these aren't for sale. They're not in any products. Oh, no, no, no. We're just showing them. Speaking of those so flexible like screens. This, sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, go ahead. No, it's fine. I'm done. Um, there's a uh, internet show called H+. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It's fantastic. I think the episodes are maybe 13, 15 minutes long. Yeah. Super easy to watch. And there's like 30 some odd episodes of it. It takes place in the near future, um, and they they utilize kind of that flex screen thing for people's cell phones and tablets. So this guy just has this thing around his wrist, and he pulls it out and flips it up, and then it becomes a cell phone. And then he pulls this thing, this like tube out of his pocket, unfurls it, and it's his uh, his uh, 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 tablet, yeah. basically. Yeah. Super cool. Did a great job with kind of that near future kind of technology, especially with what we have now yeah. compared to what... Is most likely going to happen in the next thirty to fifty years, yeah. or what I like to call is after Jeff. <laughs> there will never be an after Jeff. Jeff will live forever. I, I'm on the internet now, so yeah, I suppose I will. Yeah. At least my dick's not on the internet because I know Dave's dick's on the internet somewhere. Where? I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> so I was. This is back in the day of of uh, um, what it was it your space or something like my that. Space. Yeah, that thing. I'm just picturing Dave's dick like some sort of a You're sentient dick, sentient Even I'm creature that, dude. in the abstract. <laughs> As a sentient creature. <laughs> Crawling around on the internet now. It's just been let loose and it's out there on its It's a worm. (laughs) My 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 vision grew legs. Like little feet in the ball sack. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. I think it's a Money Python thing. So I noticed that he joined our podcast because we, because of course, for the podcast, yeah, I, we I prepare put him in chat. And I'm, it's finally nice to know the the face to the name that I keep saying goodnight to. Yeah. I'm like, oh, and I like this guy. He's funny. Oh, yeah, he's great. Yeah, uh, Dave's awesome. And uh, the reason points. I put him on there is because I had all those video games and I still have a shit ton of video <laughs> games. So if your kids or your friends want some of these video games, I could, I could pun on There's an entire on fucking list I have of video games. Send it to me again. Yeah. I get the Humble Bundle every month. And that's like eight, nine games. Yeah. I usually ever want like two. Oh, that reminds me. What? Have you have you guys played Inside? No. Oh my god. Oh my god. I played Inside. Like, are you talking about the like, blocks or play dead indoor kids or <laughs> reading no, The video game called Inside. I have not. It's by the company um, called Play Dead. They did Limbo. Mm, yeah, okay. and this is basically you can tell Limbo. I think must have been like their first attempt at this idea of the side-scrolling game. That's a little bit more than just like the Mario thing where you're jumping over things or mm-hmm. jump, you know, Sonic Hedgehog type thing. This is like Limbo on steroids. It is like it's insane, and I feel like um, I played through that game in the last few weeks, mm-hmm. and I feel like I have I have that same sensation that I get after I read a really amazing science fiction novel. Like right now, I'm like some of the scenes that I played through were just bizarre, mm-hmm. and like and affected me. And because you're playing the game, you feel like you're in those scenes, and it's just it's um I it's hard to explain. I've I've made the case many times in the past that video games are an art form, and I think this is like one of the best examples I have ever experienced. I mean, this really left me. It affected me, yeah. and the ending made me almost kind of. I don't want to spoil any of it, but the ending. I was like, I, I sat there and I stared at my computer screen. Like the ending happened, and then when the when the ending happens, it just sort of stops on that scene. 
and then the camera starts to like pull back real slowly mm -hmm. and you and you see the credits start rolling at the top of the screen and i was it was like i had watched the most amazing movie i'd ever seen in my life i just i literally Love sat there for 5 yeah. minutes staring at the screen going what but it wasn't a bad what it was like a oh my god what did that mean? What just happened? What did that? Yeah. I just went through something amazing, and I and I need to sit back and think about it for a bit. Mm -hmm. And I went out online, and it was literally one of those things where I had to. I was like, okay, I've got my own theory. That came about out like, a couple of years ago, didn't it? Yeah, I Inside? think so. Yeah, it's not new. No, because Limbo is like five years old. Or yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. I mean, and um, I, I went out, and it did. It had sparked all these discussions, just like a David Lynch movie would dis would spark. You know, it's like people wondering what's up with the ending of of Inside. And um, we're looking at cocks. Oh. My cocks. world is one, okay. <laughs> one degree away from penis at all times. 2,000-year-old dildo found that? in 2,000-year-old cock. <laughs> Not crystal, I'm assuming. No, it looks like stone. <laughs> looks like either stone or, or some iron. <laughs> it's Chinese, so maybe it's jade, which, again, don't put up your vaginas, ladies. God. Okay. Fuck. Remember that, that looks ladies. like it's a ring that goes on your finger, and then all right. or, or your fist can... Never mind. I'm going to stop saying fist. Um, <laughs> but anyway, but, yeah. I I just I would encourage you both to play that game because it was I for me it, halfway through this thing I was like this is not just a game anymore. It's like it is really weird. It it got to the point where it was it felt like I was simultaneously having the same effect of watching a really good science fiction movie or book or reading a good sci-fi book. Mm -hmm. And literally by the end, I was I was so like emotionally impacted by what happened at the end. I was just like, holy crap. You know, and there are discussions online about what the ending meant. Yeah, and I just I had to go on immediately and start reading all these theories about what what it was. That's awesome. Yeah, I was like, oh my that, god, that, that's 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 good. That is art. Yeah, I mean, to be yeah. honest with you, and it, it, video games was having the same problem that uh, movies and TV had. You know, thirty, forty years ago, yeah, or more actually, movies were not considered an art form for, and and still sometimes aren't. Um, sometimes on this podcast, <laughs> and yeah, I know you don't consider it art. No, I do. No, you guys keep saying that. I do consider it art. I just consider it. Um, I, oh, I don't want to get into this discussion again. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but um, that's one of the reasons why places like Germany and Australia and, and a lot of places will put really stringent re restrictions on the content of video games. Uh, when they come to those countries, right? I mean, Germany. It's mostly about the swastika and, and how that's viewed in, in yeah. World War II and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but Australia is is super strict when it comes to uh, their their video I've, game. Yeah, like, I've heard uh, that. what was it? I've the Stick that. of Truth, which is the South Park video game. Uh, there's apparently oh. there's a cut screen in between things. I don't know. It's apparently pretty. It gross. It's it's South Park, so you you know yeah. what to expect. Well, they yeah. put it like a koala smiling in, in the place. And Australia, I'm losing respect for you. Guys. <laughs> no, no. And the video games are. There was a movement on Steam, like I don't know, years and years ago. Yeah. That, that was. Uh, oh, who's our Australian listener? Um, uh, Paul Lind. Lynch. Paul, Paul yeah, Lynch. Paul Lynch. Not Paul Lind. Get on that. Paul, Paul Lind is a completely different human being. Yeah, he's, he's not, awesome. Yeah, but dead. And, uh, so. and we're sure Paul Lynch is also awesome. But Paul, get but on he's, that. Uh, he's alive. Yes. Uh, Fix uh, that uh, problem, uh, Paul. Fix the video game issue in your country now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's fully aware. <laughs> you know what um, he's doing? He's sitting over in Australia listening to this, going, "Why don't you guys get your shit together first? Yeah, we'll exactly, Trumpkins. We, we, Why don't we you could fucking... talk about how the Australian? <laughs> President just kind of owned ours in 
diplomacy. Oh, no. Oh, I, I love the fact that uh, Trump has now uh, threatened war against three countries, uh, <laughs> one of which is China, which is a terrible idea, yeah. one of which is Mexico, and then Australia. What the fuck? Australia? They've never done shit to anybody. <laughs> I've always sort of viewed them as a threat. <laughs> <laughs> because they're ridiculously handsome and charming, and they got the best accent. Oh my well, god! Well, um, they did produce the Wiggles. Just oh. hey, throw the Wiggles that out were there. Awesome! I know they were awesome. Were they? I loved the Wiggles. <laughs> I did too. Actually, I kind of miss watching those with my kids. Fruit salad, <laughs> yeah, yummy, what yummy. Are we talking about toot toot chugga chugga big red car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Is the that Wiggles. What calling it now inside Red Rocket. <laughs> rocket, rocket, all of my rockets. I think song. you're thinking of a different wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. but uh, no, no. There, there. I re- recently learned that uh, one of the most Australian sayings apparently is, "She's got a." Uh, what was it? Oh God, now I got to remember. Uh, oh, her vag was ledge. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's an Australian saying. <laughs> I'm here, guys. Oh my! Yes, you, you are here, and you know what? I'm. Uh, you certainly can. I think we need to uh, say whatever you needs to say. I think and we need to talk about this beer. Oh, we do need to talk about this beer. What, what is, is this? Oh, this beer? is the Oakshire. This is a much better beer than I the other one. Drink yeah, it so I, I, I agree. As I was out, and I was like, oh, well, fuck me. Yeah. Yes, Oakshire is a good brewery. Uh, this is their seven percent alcohol, and I love the descriptions. Whenever yeah. they put descriptions on these bottles, well, what's the name of the beer? Watershed IPA. Watershed IPA. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Oakshire is an excellent brewery. Yeah, out of uh, Eugene, Oregon. Uh, but I, I love the the descriptions. They're never what I taste. I don't know if you have ever read the descriptions. Yeah, always taste the beer. Like drink almost a whole beer of the beer yeah. and then read the thing and you'll be like where are you getting that that's true i don't i've I, the few times i've done that i've never like and in last week the one that was supposed to be blueberry i've got zero blueberry out of that <laughs> not at zero. all it was only in the smell i could smell it on the on the the breath of the beer yeah i'm getting apparently artsy about this shit <laughs> but uh yeah i could smell it was a it, precocious but, beer precocious <laughs> verging on you know, we've Betty had very Davis light colored. All three of these, all what? three of these beers have been very light colored, and that's usually a bad sign for me. I don't, but um, I'm, these have all been okay with me. They're all, you no, know, they're all pretty good beers. Um, I, yeah. I think I would give this. I liked this beer, so I think I'd give it a a, a, a three at least. Yeah, I would too. Three. I mean, it's okay. It's a good, it's a good beer. Solid three. Solid. Yeah, Solid good three. Beer. Oakshire, like I said, has some has some good stuff. But now we're about to move on. I'm to glad we their... haven't disagreed too strongly at, at any point during this podcast. Because no, I you... haven't had to tell you to fuck off at all. <laughs> this whole podcast. But you don't ever tell me to fuck off. You just go into this Tourette's mode where you're just like cock. <laughs> I have to admit that kind of cracked me up listening to the current <laughs> podcast. The one out right now, it's 108. I think is uh, your. You're just sort of randomly throwing out obscenities at me every time I disagree. Well, you, you love having cock thrown at you. So That's true. That's I, true. I'm just here to, to, you know, be a supplicant to such desire. Just facilitate the... Yes. Yeah. You like use that. fucking $3 words all day. Facilitate is a $3 word. You can't get facilitated at the dollar. We live store. in Trump Trump Nation right now, so oh, yes. Anything that has more than one syllable yeah, that's is true. a three dollar word. That's true. I I apologize to my listeners. Have you ever noticed how are... he speaks? He speaks in one syllable. It's simplistic. 
Very extremely simplistic, simplistic. Which is uh my daughter has a better vocabulary than he does, and she's nine. <laughs> in fact, I recently wrote an email with the word uh, um, obsequious in it. Ooh. And, and, wow. and, and I thought, okay, I, I put obsequious in there. So now I'm just gonna put the sentence, okay, I'll wait for you to look that up. <laughs> dot 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 dot. <laughs> so I thought that was fun. Very nice. Yeah, I like to I like to throw uh, big words at, at some of the underlings and yeah. see how they react. But you got to be careful with them, though. You don't want to go bankrupt. Bankrupt? How am I going to go bankrupt? Well, what, my casinos are not run by Trump. Must be like five, six bucks. You know, <laughs> be careful with that. <laughs> I can barely afford to pay attention, let alone those words. <laughs> Well, we're going to move on to uh, Coulson Brewings, our beloved Coulson. I love Coulson because yeah. it's in a glass bottle. It's an eight dollar growler fill. It's in a bottle. Yes, it is in a the bottle. They a uh, 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 barrel. Oh, uh, yeah, they barrel aged these. They right. Oak they aged. only did the uh, serve me up. They've previously only Hold done on, the I'm cans. Getting some of the spray from your bottle or from from you, apparently. It's spray coming from somewhere. We're not. It is. It is. I'm still going to lick it up just because you know you never know. Why do I feel like I'm stuck in this proverbial sex joke? I just can't seem to escape. Um, So welcome to my life. Have you listened to this podcast? (laughs) I was going to say you, you, you are a a purveyor of the 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 sex jokes as well. You're the one looking up two thousand year old dildos. So it was on my Facebook news feed, guys. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, the crystal dildo uh, topic only came up because of you. Yeah, <laughs> but it's do still like, awesome. Like anyway, they That's took. Okay. Um, um, Culture like has a Russian imperial too. stout, yeah. and that their Russian imperial stout is absolutely fantastic. It's a good beer. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good beer. She's getting a little overzealous on the glass throwing in my face. I haven't had much because she really so wants. All I want is beer. Give me um, the calories. They have a Russian Imperial Stout. It's an amazing, amazing beer, but they barrel-aged it for one year in oak barrels. Um, wow. And they bottled it, and this is the bottle. Not a cheap bottle. Wow. But it is a bottle. Okay. And I'm not done with my beer, so it's going to be just a bit. Well, okay, then I guess we have a little intermission. <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a snack. Treat, snack, whatever. I've heard both. Beer. One of the other. A popped corn. Popped corn. full of sugar. Helps the medicine go down. The medicine go, go down. down. Medicine <laughs> go down. You guys are making it sound really fucking creepy. <laughs> <laughs> this is like so. I want to go back to the fact the that we're, we're, we're that same brain. <laughs> yeah, well, one sixteenth, fifteen, sixteen, same brain. Yeah, I'm one sixteenth Brie. And I'm <laughs> one sixteenth. Fifteen. So like one of those white guys who's like, I'm one fourteenth Cherokee. This is the music I was com- That's the music I was trying to come up with. This was from the Monty Python the Holy Grail. <laughs> and at the end all the llamas. Right. You can't forget the llamas. You really have to get the llamas in there for the proper comedic effect. <laughs> anyway. 
assume she was dancing near me. <laughs> she was dancing. I'm I, sorry. I'm uh, fundamental uh, ask Either that, or she may have been having some sort of medical issue, like a like a seizure of some sort, or jazz. Hands. I believe they're called seizures. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> or spontaneous jazz hands. <laughs> Something. Like Those are my favorite jazz hands. <laughs> Oh my God! Look at this fucking beer. When you have jazz hands, I mean, does that you have to go see a doctor about? Well, that? you should just get some topical ointment <laughs> for your Jeez. jazz hands, because you never know. It yeah, that's true. They send some kids to camps for that. I think that's good medical advice. <laughs> Yes, yeah. that was a thin, thinly veiled. I was uh, going to say, I think that <laughs> you got slightly sinister with that comment. <laughs> Mike slightly Pence, sinister. Mike that's Pence. A, that's the name of my next horror movie. Yeah. Mike Pence <laughs> is going to be uh, rounding up children to send them off to uh, Jazz Hands, camp. Jazz jazz hands, hands camp. Cure Camp. <laughs> We're going to cure you of the Jazz Hands. Yes. <laughs> Okay, Jeff, don't you're getting to know that bottle way too well. <laughs> mm, wow, this coppery. is okay. So we, I just commented that our first three beers were very light colored. This one, this is, one, you're. Chewing. I did my picks on on purpose. I, the the daily pale I thought would be a great kind of antithesis to this beer, and everything in between was nice and kind of IPA ish. And this is we're going into dark territory here. Wow, this is this is, this is going to be the, uh, the 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 heart of darkness. Heart of darkness <laughs> of beers. Yes, that's what I'm hoping. Holy crap, man! This is like um, so good. It's really good, but Jesus Christ, mm. just compared to the stuff that we had prior, it's like a so good, just so smooth. Holy shit! Yes. Let it just <sighs> wash from like, front to back your there. tongue. Wow. Yeah. Good job, Colshin. Oh, no, they're... I love Colshin. <laughs> Jeff, you really need to do like a tape, like a drinking tape <laughs> that guides people through the drinking, and you need to do that kind of instruction. <laughs> now let the beer wash over your tongue. Well, hey, they have... Not only do they have beer yoga and beer Pilates... Right. But there's another beer thing. It's like beer chi or tai chi with beer or something like that now. <laughs> and they also have beer cycling, like spinning beer spinning or something like that. So there's beer is getting involved in people's exercise, Yeah, which I've always said anything I can drink and do at the same time is a sport. <laughs> Darts, pool, making phone calls, bowling, bowling. <laughs> <laughs> making <laughs> Making phone calls? Did you actually classify <laughs> that as a sport? I I played that sport quite a bit last night because every every year on my birthday, uh, one of my my oh. my brother from another mother. Yeah, it's just fucking stupid as fucking saying. <laughs> uh, hey, guy, Jim, Jim called me, and uh, um, yeah. uh, we usually have like a forty five minute conversation every time. Yeah, we play catch up. You know, he's he's been he's one of my closest friends for. Uh, I would say 40 years, literally 40 years. Mm -hmm. So, uh, pajama pants, how you doing, man? Right on. <laughs> I keep going. <laughs> but, uh, uh <laughs> same, bro. Same. Can't focus, Jeff. Focus, Sorry. man. Was, you know, I have my medication in my purse. If you need it, you'll be up uh, in the next four hours. Anyway, <laughs> awesome. I could use that. Is it that Adderall stuff? It's Vivance. I, don't I know got what diagnosed Vivance ADHD. Is. So you were talking about Jim. 
Yes, uh, we usually have like a forty-five minute conversation. Sister from Catch another up from mister. the year or whatever, you know, because our moms we've known each other since we were four. So right. I mean, we've we've been friends that long. So it's it's just one of those nightly conversations. I don't know why I brought this up. Oh yeah, it was the beer. It was a sport because I drank beer the whole time. No, oh. <laughs> that's why. Anyway, back to Jim. The ADD I have to and say, drugs. I have to say, I think Jim is uh, no no joke about this. I think he is probably one of the funniest people I've ever mm-hmm. met in my life. In fact, I brought that I up mean, to him last night. So yeah, then, just yeah. The, like the stuff that comes out of him, like nonstop I, on the the drive no, to Portland. It's just like Jesus, dude. Shut up for a while because <laughs> I'm going to drive off the road laughing in a minute if you don't. <laughs> yes, he is. He's a fucking laugh riot, and we yeah. we we're, we did our banter on the phone. Of course, you know. Yeah, it's got to be done. It's it's amazing. He's he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. So if you, you haven't look, met Jim, you've met Jim. Look, I'm assuming I have, but I'm assuming that there's usually alcohol involved. Last year, so. last year at Mike's, yeah. the guy who played guitar. Oh, the guy that I drunkenly sang and embarrassed myself with. Yeah, I like you him. Didn't embarrass yourself. Oh my god, I was singing so out of tune it wasn't even funny. Oh. And then I was kind of moody because I was like just trying to like be chill. And then Mike's like, "Why are you being so depressing? I keep giving you beer. Why aren't you getting happy?" I'm like, "Cause I'm tired." <laughs> And then so, I was like, fine, then if you want to see me be silly, here, let me throw a few shots back. And then I don't remember the rest of my night because I had took shots of gin. And gin's not a good mix for me. And why would you take yeah. shots of gin? That must have been all we had left at that point. Yeah, that's probably about no, three I, in the morning. I think we had a whole bar that night. I think <laughs> she, that was the closest thing she could find was the gin. <laughs> we were like, this is a bottle. We were out of whiskey. <laughs> Are you sure about that? Yeah, we yeah, probably we were. were we whiskey. probably were. I only had like half a thing of beer left when I left that morning. That was oh, a party. Yummy. But oh my God, that was I like can't... my first hangover and my last hangover. You had a, a hangover? Long time. I had a hangover that night. That wow. was impressive. That never happens. But that's because of gin. Gin does terrible things to me. Yeah. I don't drink gin. Do you guys remember the restaurant we went to? We all went to the next day, the King Solomon's Reef? Yeah. That was awesome. Place. Deanna and I actually went there when we went up Crazy to. Uh, we had to go to Aberdeen for. Uh, the best. <laughs> we had to travel to Love that the area. Bloody Mary bar, yeah. And uh, we went there again, and um, yes. I can't wait to go visit Mike. That's again. a great place. I, it's it's interesting. I, I got to go see Mike Lucas when I visit Mike next, so because hmm. he doesn't live too far. Well, he lives about thirty five, forty minutes south of there. Yeah, but I need to let him know that I have a training in a couple of weeks, and I'll be in his area. There you go. I tried yep. to let him know because I was trying to get out of the training, but now I have to go, and they got me a hotel. So, party at my hotel room? <laughs> yeah, I'll drive down for that. <laughs> it's on the government's dime. Right on. There you go. There you go. I've had sex on the corporate dime, so it's all good. Okay. Well, that's a story that really needs to be told on the podcast. <laughs> I think I've told that on the podcast back when uh, I worked for the cable company. I don't think um, so. Oh, yeah. He told me this story. Yeah, I haven't told heard you this. this. I've to- I think I've told this story. I've I worked for the this. cable company. That's where I met originally met Mike uh, Zamora. So uh, yeah. uh, uh, he and I were kind of partnered up because he was the IT guy and I was the cable guy. And we were hooking up cable modems yeah. back when they were brand spanking new in this area. Hmm. Uh, this is the late 90s. Yeah, and uh, um, did you do that here in the Bellingham area? Yeah, hmm. and then uh, actually, it was interesting. I would say about ten years previous to that, I came up here and mapped out the system so they could put in fiber and all that stuff. Huh. So they could put in the, the the. We were the last state, practically, except for maybe Hawaii and Alaska, to get cable modems, huh. um, but. Uh, in the late 90s, uh, I worked for the cable company. And w- when you work for a cable company like that, and when uh, you get kind of a docket of jobs for the day. Yeah. 
And uh, if you can get all those fucking jobs done before noon, you got a long fucking lunch on your hands. So uh, what I did was oh, just... so there's no... You could you could get through everything, and then you just basically have a free... Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, just about, yeah. I mean, you generally what would happen is you would get done before noon or, you know, by 11 or so. You get all four or five of your jobs done, mm-hmm. and... You'd call all the other guys, like, hey, how are you doing? Is uh, Can I help you out? No, I don't need any help. Okay, no, I don't need any help. Nobody needs help. I'm going the fuck home. So my girlfriend would come over, and we would have sex on at and T's dime. So <laughs> I got paid for having sex with my girlfriend at the time. So now, See, go. when you say you're the cable man and you had sex on the company dime, I'm picturing like you show up, and, the, and there's like a Bum, woman. Chum, yeah, I know. It's like the There the was a couple setup. of those. There was one... Um, one place I showed up to where nearly everyone was trying to cover themselves. It was obviously some sort of orgy had happened, <laughs> where it was it was like three women, three guys, and they apparently hey guys, we're having the cable installed at one. Maybe we can sneak this in before. But that was the thing. It's like I called him. Hey, are you guys available? I'm available. Let's let's get your cable modem hooked up. Your cable hooked up. Yeah, da, da, da. Oh yeah, come on over and. Apparently, they were too high to fucking realize that I was still coming over. <laughs> and when she answered the door, all she was wearing was a, a, t- a T-shirt that was probably five sizes too big for her. <sighs> and yes. uh, there wasn't a lot being hidden. There was yes. lots of cock in the house. There was lots of tits and ass. Mm. And it was everywhere. They all had to kind of go in their separate directions. Uh, there was another place where a woman just had her, her robe on. <gasps> It was oh like boy. that weird lonely housewife thing that is like a trope in porn, <laughs> and it Jeff was just the, the most. Oh, it's the cable guy. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, <gasps> what? He opens the door happening? and immediately hears, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Brandon's told me stories about that too, where oh, he, yeah. he gets the honey-do list when he was working as a carpenter. Oh he, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he would get honey-do lists, and then he'd yeah. have these bored, lonely housewives like trying. He's gotten better to stories than him. I do. He's I've got, heard some of his, his shit. His stories awesome. are great, and then it makes me want to do well, terrible think, things. I to think him. in terms of the uh, in terms of the lonely housewife, the cable guys down here, and the the, the carpenters, handyman, up the handyman carpenters you know, got that carpenter thing. <laughs> if Jesus was a cable guy, I would have been much better. Yeah. Why can't I meet a lonely housewife? I can do terrible things too. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You put that out there on Craigslist and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> no. Everyone's on Tinder now. Yeah. Jesus, catch up now, Rick. Oh, swipe left, baby. Yeah, swipe like, left. I'm, you know me. I'm, I'm on top of all those. You're a left those. swiper. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that means. I think this beer might be a five. I'm just throwing that out there. I, I would think say so. five. I'm feeling much more buzz than I was about two minutes ago. Well, this is ten percent alcohol. So we're definitely stacking it up for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brandon bought a beer that was twenty-one percent. What the fuck? I have no idea. It was a four pack, and I have no idea what it was. But it, I was I drank the beer, and I was like, "I'm drunk. I'm done." He's like, "You sure you don't want more?" I'm like, "Please don't. I'll pass out." <laughs> yeah, nine point nine percent. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, good. that alone puts you at a four. <laughs> it certainly it certainly warmed yeah. my entire insides. The nice this thing about is that stuff. when you have high ABV uh, beers, that they have yeah. this like almost alcohol liquor finish to it. This one doesn't have that. It's still in this really smooth area where you're like, yeah. no, it tastes like beer versus like the 21% beer that I had with Brandon that I was telling Jeff yeah. about where I was like, oh my God, what? I feel like I'm drinking brandy. Fuck. Yeah, because that's about what brandy is. Isn't yeah. brandy like 25, 30%? What God. 21% beer? What is that? I have no idea. He bought a we'll four pack. It was him. very expensive. I know. And I, 
I was done after the first beer. Like that beer stopped me in my tracks. (laughs) I had to like think about my life for a minute. I just heard like an angelic choir when you said 21% beer. Like, does that exist? We need to have it on the podcast. Yes, yes, we do. That's the only beer we'll drink. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, <laughs> I think the uh, the comes in a four pack. That's one for each of us, and then we'll just have to take a water break. <laughs> <laughs> I think the uh, Kulshan Oak Age Russian Imperial Stout is definitely a five. It's a five. five. I mean, to be honest with you, their Russian Imperial Stout is a four to begin with. I mean, I fucking love that beer. It's yeah. so good. It is yeah. absolutely amazing. I don't know why I stare at you with big, huge eyes. I'm like, so good. You can believe us. I don't know. I just have an anime character telling me the beer is really good. <laughs> Look into my eye. I'm looking. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That was an alien's I suddenly, rem- suddenly actually, I want you to come over and install my cable. That actually and that's in quotes. reminded me, not of Alien, but it reminded me of the Indiana Jones Disney ride. Because you can't have to look into Collie's or whatever's eyes. He goes, look into my eyes, and the fake smoke comes out, and you're supposed to, like, and it screams, and you, yeah, I don't know. I just saw that on TV recently. Oh, um, so great good. movie. I love I that love movie. Those, those movies never get old, man. No, no they're, they're wonderful fucking films, yeah. and I don't know why they're not more beloved. I don't, I don't know. They're they just aren't beloved? I, no, they aren't because I mean, think about it. We got Star Wars. We got uh, you know, we get all this shit that's oh, going on. And for some reason, like those movies, because which I view those movies, uh, I, to be honest with you, I like them better than Star Wars. I yeah. know I'm in the wrong crowd for that, but I do like well, this because Indiana Jones was my fine. guy. He so was my hero when I, I was a kid. I must say that probably, Star Wars and yeah, Indiana yeah. Jones have equal places in my heart. Yeah, yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Um, the. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because I think the audiences have changed, and I think it's pretty obvious that George Lucas has fallen a little bit out, had fallen a little bit out of step with what you know. Yeah, but George Lucas was such a small part of the Indiana Jones. Yeah, stuff. but I, I think that I think the storyline of the one that they the the Crystal Skull, I think it was just <laughs> off enough to where everybody kind of you know instead of it inspiring that. That I think now that Disney owns it and they are planning to do some stuff with it, I think once they g- get they're going, going to do Indiana on, Jones. Yeah. yeah. Did you ever watch the show, the Young Indiana Jones show? I've got a couple yeah, of yeah, yeah. great stuff. It's yeah, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I enjoyed but, um, it. I, 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 it I love George Lucas, but he's 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 just slightly out of step with modern tastes. And so, I think now that Disney has it and they're going to do a, I think new movies, a big giant. So I think the, you'll see a big. Well, I don't think he's douche, right? So, but I think you'll see a big resurgence of interest in Indiana Jones once they once they get. You know, I hope so too, because there's, there, I mean, the the. <laughs> sorry, I know I keep doing it too, and then I'm, I'm a like, dick. I'm a dick. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. We'll shut up. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only that was awesome. The only dead air we've ever had on the podcast that was so actually good, funny. Right? Did you guys know I was setting that trap up for you? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what I was going to say. So is- yeah, so I was thinking. <laughs> You, <laughs> sir. I apologize. I farted. I am a crystal dildo. Oh, Indiana Jones is a crystal, crystal dildo. dildo yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Oh my god, I think we're all enjoying this. Bullshit. I think we are enjoying it. What a lot. I was going to say is that um, George Lucas he kept all the old eighties tropes from the original three. Like they even had the same yeah. screaming sound bite. The, ah! Yeah, the Wilhelm. Um, yeah. and they Wilhelm didn't Street? update it to. You're supposed to. What Disney did right was a brought the 70s and 80s tropes into today's culture right. and met it with things that we expect to see in our films. Yeah. George Lucas did not do that. He did it the way he wanted to do it. He did it the way he thought it was great. And George Lucas is still living in the 80s. Yeah. 
Have you seen his haircut? I think I think George Lucas is still living with George Lucas. There's a great theory I've heard. Um, I believe it was a female comedian actually said it. Uh, have you ever noticed that uh, guys' haircuts look odd when they're older? Because the theory is is that th- that's the haircut that got them laid last. <laughs> think about it. Think about it. I'm never going to look at your guys' heads the same way again. That's funny. No, this is out of necessity. This has never worked. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And this won't work. You've got two kids. I beg to differ. At least twice in your life. Okay. I'll confess. (laughs) I'm not a virgin. Man, I only got a one. So you you had a slightly slightly confused (laughs) look on your face. When we said the Wilhelm scream, do you know? Do you know what that I, is? I'm not sure what scream you're talking about. It's and where an old it's from. scream from an old movie. A guy with the I got it on my phone already. Right. Um, play, it, guy, play it for us. Okay, here it is. It's it's from an yeah. old movie, and um, in throughout the 70s and 80s, a lot of directors loved that scream, and so they would insert it into. The I movie. love that scream. It's, yeah, it's used when like in where. We, Referencing Temple of Doom frequently, so when he, mm, yeah. he's rolling around with the alligators, yeah. it was also in Star Wars too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, a few times. Nice. Um, That's um, but <laughs> seriously, is it in? Uh, is it in uh, uh, Episode Eight or not Episode Seven? And no, it's not in Episode Seven. Oh, that's too bad. That would have been awesome. I didn't hear it in Episode Seven. I was looking. for You know it. what I loved about? Uh, I don't want to get into a Rogue One discussion because that's that's going to take the podcast over. But you know what I loved? I love the fact that Alan Tudyk's uh, the the robot character started to say the "I've got a bad feeling about," it, and then the other two like cut him off. It's like shh, stop. <laughs> I was like, that's because that's awesome. in every it's in every Star Wars movie. Yeah, that every is, Star Wars movie. I love that because in one on one hand it kind of like captures the spirit of that original line in the first place, you know, and at the same time it's kind of a shut the hell up with the line already. <laughs> the, but I love that trope that they put it in every movie. I thought it was great. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a cool little callback, and and we love callbacks. Why do we love callbacks? Because it makes Nostalgia. it a personal thing. Yeah. No, it makes it personal. It make it gives it it gives it an in inside joke sort of feel. I don't know. I wasn't alive when any of those movies came out, so I just say nostalgia. You weren't (laughs) alive when any of the Star Wars movies came out? You weren't alive in... You were born in 1983, I thought. No. Nine. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God! My 10-year high school anniversary, guys. 10 years ago, I was graduating. Okay, Jeff, well, this (laughs) beer was really good. I really enjoyed it. Ladies and gentlemen, I just turned 44 yesterday, and <laughs> you know what I'm feeling? Well, Pretty numb, because I've been drinking for at least two days. Yeah. 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 I'm enjoying my time off. I took I took six days off in a row. Good. Yeah, uh, that's for cool. For my birthday. Yeah. And uh, tomorrow, I'm, I'm having some friends over. I'm going to play some board games and drink more beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping you all can come, including you out there. Mm-hmm. Please come. I have no friends. What? Uh, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but anyway, yes, I'm old. I turned 44, and and uh, it is true the old cliche of of you still feel like you're 20 something. You know, you think about yourself in in terms of of how you feel. Yeah. So, 17. What? That's your age when I was born. That was my age when yes, yes, it was 1989. I was 17. It was a year after I went to England. So his 20-year anniversary is the same year as my 10. That would mean I was 21. That was what? the year I no. turned 21. My 20-year anniversary is in 2011. Oh, whatever. Close enough. Cool. 
Well, your, your math is off. <laughs> I'm in human services for a reason, guys. There's no math involved. <laughs> so I, I think it's probably time for our final thoughts. Final if you guys thoughts. Would like to issue Holy them. shit! Um, you guys, you guys go first because I'm going to take some time. Um, my final thoughts are that I think, I think if Indiana Jones were to find the crystal dildo, <laughs> he would need to. <laughs> Hold on, guys. I'm being serious right now. <laughs> He would probably need to uh, take it to kill in her Anna Jones. (laughs) What? And the crystal dildo. Whoa. Oh, I bet you that's a real thing. Probably. Look up uh, Indiana Jones bear. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, there's probably plenty. No, I would say if he if he were to find that, you know, he would he would do the right thing with it and put it on display in a like a museum somewhere. No, it'd be right next to the. uh, box with the uh, oh that's oh yeah oh yeah 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 you know, so like everything a, goes in the box a nazi would try to use it and then like god oh, yeah. would the, come out the movies are ridiculous <laughs> if you <laughs> really put the movies under a microscope they're yeah. the most ridiculous fucking things well, the but crystals- i love them i love them for the very reason they were making them yeah. is that uh it was a homage to the old serials of yeah. the 30s and 40s that you would see before movies well i always i was i was always <laughs> amused by the complaints about you know the crystal skull like people would say really aliens and ufos and i was like yeah they started this series off with melting god coming out of a box and melting nazis exactly. let's not get yeah unreal. is that that <laughs> i i never i loved the crystal skull i enjoyed it I was it too. the best of the movies no no the second one and the third one are the best of the movies um but yeah that's just my opinion yeah anyway now <laughs> to brie <laughs> brie apparently is hurting <laughs> I want to hear it. I want to hear it so okay, bad. You so, have the porn version of Indiana Jones. Yes, it's the okay, porn parodies of so Indiana Jones. So the porn Jones. parodies of Indiana Jones um, for Funny or Die, or from Fun- Funny or Die, is number one. In Diana, Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull Fuckers. Indiana Jones and the Republic of the Velvet Vagina. Nice. Indiana Bones and the limo filled with chicks who were molested. What? Oh, that's, Indiana Jones. That's just Indiana tragic. Indiana Jackoff and the fiefdom of the duct-taped blow-up doll. <laughs> Cleveland Steamer and the village of the spastic oh. colon. <laughs> Hold on. I'm not done yet. Indiana Jones and the township of the horny housewives. Indiana Moans and the Thunderdome of Pistol-Shaped Dildo. How? Fuck you guys. Yeah, that, that's a- no, that was the best one yet. Not done. Okay. Indiana <laughs> Fuck and the Fuck Palace of Fucking Fuckers. <laughs> and number, and there we go. Here's to top it off. Okay, Shia number one. Shia LaBeouf having sex with a groupie in a bathroom stall. <laughs> Thank you, funny or die. I don't know if those were real. I think I, in in Diana Jones uh, was actually a, a one. Possibility of that one. That, there's a possibility that that one exists. I'm going to pretend they all exist because that was just beautiful. I love the Cleveland, Cleveland Steamer. That's that was funny. the best. Oh shit! We named the dog Cleveland Steamer. <laughs> Anyway, Jeff, uh, it's to you now. Final, final <laughs> thoughts in uh, this season of Oscar bait and ridiculousness. Um, I've been watching movies. Me and my wife have been watching movies yeah. from the Oscar nominees. And I this week I watched several movies. One of them was Swiss Army Man. If mm-hmm. you haven't seen that movie, please watch it. Yeah. It's an amazing, good fucking movie. And it's better than just about anything the Oscars has put up. Um, 
Also on that docket would probably uh, no. my mind just fucking blanked. I'm, I, <laughs> God damn, this beer is good. <laughs> Fuck. Send me the list later or post it on the Facebook. Um, Swiss Army Man was amazing. Facebook page. Uh, we also watched iBoy, which is on Netflix right now, a new Netflix original with uh, Maisie Williams. Oh, that's got, yeah, I was going to say that. Um, so and it's very good. She, it's wonderful to see her in a different role aside from, well, she was in Doctor Who, which was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, but uh, it was it, it was a fun movie. It was a good movie, very kind of reminiscent of of kind of that anime feeling where they they don't really explain the science behind why the person has the power. It's just eh, they fucking have the power now. Yeah. So it's it's a superhero thing. Yeah. Uh, it, really good. It's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> what else have we watched this week? I have a feeling she's found. Oh more Jesus! Titles. She's got more. Never mind. And now <laughs> off to Brienne with more final thoughts. Twin Cheeks, <laughs> Sex Busters, Quantum Deep, Sex World, Buffy the Vampire Lair, <laughs> Horror of the Rings. Oh, see, that's not even creative. This ain't Star Trek XXX. This ain't the Musters XXS. Monsters. <laughs> Edward Penis Hands. Yeah, that's starring the rock star. Horn Wars, episode one. Spankenstein, San Fernando Jones in the Temple of Poon. Yeah, it's the Temple of Poon. I remember that from back in the day. IR4, in Rear Endance Day. In Rear Endance Day. That's that's tongue And the Penetrator. Yes. The Penetrator. Those are my final thoughts. I'm done now. I'll be back here. And on that, good night, Dave. Good night, Dave. And Paul. And that concludes the Cooch Prince episode of Beer Plus 3, which featured Jeff Swatman, Rick Anderson, and Bree Edwards. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. Paranoia, or you know, no matter what happens around her, she thinks it's all about her. Yeah, yeah, that's the definition of paranoia: is yep. somebody mm-hmm. who's like there was an interaction me, between in one of our supervisors and like uh, a first uh, slot attendant. And they were just bantering back and forth, like, "Oh, you better work. I'm not going to work. You better work." Uh-huh. And they said something while they were walking by her, and they, they were kind of split off and. And the supervisor said, ah, blah, 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 you know, and, and this woman came to me and complained. Like, they're, they're, they're targeting me and yeah, da, da, da. I'm like, uh, oh, okay. And then I talked to my supervisor. She's like, who are you talking about? Oh, you're talking about her. Yeah, I don't know. I 
like, what's the doctor? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, people can it's, be a little scary. It's not scary. It's just, it, it's frustrating and sad that we, we live in the 21st century and we don't have something in place to help people like that. And that yeah. she's probably for, because she has these issues, she's living in her car. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody like that can't hold down a job. Yeah. You know, unless they have the proper help. Right. That's why unless there's federal budget cuts, I will always have a job. <laughs> I'm sorry. Note on the federal budget. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're also underneath the Department of Education. Yeah. So. Oh, that woman. Yes. Let's oh, yeah. bring prayer back to school. No, no, no. Okay, fine. I will give Blaine High School this much credit. Yeah. They did cut out the under God part in their Pledge of Allegiance. Only school that I've been in in a while that's done that. Wow. Why are we still fucking doing that? I know. I know. They use the original version where there is no under God. And I was like, mm-hmm. bravo, Blaine. No. Well. I didn't My know that. My child shouldn't have to pledge allegiance to the country she was born in every that, fucking day. That seems like a... I've never, I've never read... I think we've talked about this on the podcast way, way back. But I've always... Um, I heard somebody's... I read somebody's interpretation of the Pledge of Allegiance once. That was um, that was, came at it from that same perspective. Said, you know, really is the whole concept period is just you know, goes against everything that America is supposed to be about to begin with. Mm-hmm. And so they said, instead of going at this, you know, look at it this way. And and I think this is actually probably what the Pledge of Allegiance was partly meant to be in the first place, but just people have gotten gotten it all tangled up with, with uh, well, you know. Well, the under God part wasn't added until the 1950s. Yeah, see, that's so. why I think, I think that it got well, all it tangled up. it didn't even up. start until the 50s. It got all tangled up with that kind of stuff. It was there before then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was, but uh, somebody said that, you know, if you, you, you can, you actually look at the reading of it, it's more of a um, pledging yourself to this kind of idealized version of what the U.S. is supposed to be. And so, in a way, it's almost like saying, I'm not pledging myself to what the government is today or what the country is today. I'm pledging myself to this idealized, like this perfected version of it that I want it to be. 1892. um, So, the original one was in 1892. I pledge allegiance to my flag and the republic for which it stands, one nation indivisible with liberty and justice. See, the, the, the nation for which it stands. When you start looking at symbols like the flag, it's standing for like a, a, this perfected version of what you want the country to but, be, not necessarily so, the country itself. I mean, I, I love that interpretation. I think that's great. That's a great way to mm-hmm. to accept that thing for what it is without having to get into stupid fights with conservatives well, like, over it. You know, you just at, have your own interpretation of it. I'm looking at the history of how it's changed, and so that was the original one. Then they added, they changed it from Oops. to my flag, to my flag and the republic to I pledge allegiance to my flag and to. The Republic, so they're separating them, and then in 1923, yeah. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic, and then for which it stands. Then they add in 1954, which is the current version, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. So God, Hallelujah, <laughs> praise Jesus. No, it fucking drives me nuts. I, I think I like the original one, the original one better because that. I think I like none. <laughs> well, because it's t- yeah. Anyway, yeah. if I have to say it's, it, if I have to say it, yeah. it was kind of cool though. Everyone stopped in the room to stand up for the flag, and I just sat there. I don't do that. Like yeah. it's always weird going to sporting events. They're you're like, lucky Please you're rise. not a football player. Please rise for the <laughs> national anthem. I'm just like sit. I've played this get- this song so many times in band class. I don't even do it anymore. I've met my quota for my life. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not standing for that. I'm patriotic enough, damn it. Piss off. Well, the- 
I know. We are so fanatic in this country about that shit, and I just don't understand. You can go to any country in the fucking world. Nobody's going to... Yeah. Nobody hangs flags outside their fucking houses. Yeah. This is the only country that happens in, except for maybe North Korea. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we have more in common. Our patriotism has more in common with countries like North Korea than yeah. it does any other Western country on this planet. Yeah. Well, it's it, it it's creepy to me, and it just creep. It, oh, yeah, anyway, I don't, never know if it's, I don't know if it's it get it can get creepy, but that's no, why I is, that's why I like that interpretation. That's what I taught my kids about the about the Pledge of Allegiance, mm -hmm. and I think that needs to spread. I think that needs to become the interpretation of it, which is I think it needs to be eradicated completely. But yeah, you're never going to get that not not any time in our well. lifetime. Not but, in our lifetime, maybe, but yeah. well, I mean, this country is on its way out. Isn't yeah. Well, you I don't know about that. For your Wi-Fi, because <laughs> I was going to pull up the uh, beer and Lego build competition. Well, let's just start a podcast, shall we? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Anyways, can we? We're just, all drinking beer can on a beer just, podcast. Can what? we just do that? Can we just, can we just start? start? By the way, no I'm not one's ready. open, guys. I'm not dressed for this. I'm not. Well, like, why don't you go put on psych. something a little more comfortable? Okay. Melvin's open. Melvin's open. Oh, really? Really? Where? Yeah. They opened up uh, last week on Broadway. Yeah. Wow. I know uh, uh, Menace opened. Or not, sorry, not, not Melvin. Or Menace. Menace oh, okay. Menace opened, yeah. Um, but uh, Melvin, like Melvin. Melvin's slated to open on here broad, soon. Where on Broadway? Or not Broadway. Yeah, I was going to say that's a... Fountain Drug? It's, it's, it's like where... Oh. Um, it's Meridian, right, where it could be kind of Broadway area. Remember that bicycle shop? That's where the... Um, yeah, yeah. I drove by there today. That's yeah. where uh, Mar Melvin is, but Menace is across the street, kind of kitty corner. Mm -hmm. Oh. Wow, that's cool. Huh? Mm -hmm. So, no, I need to head over there at some point. Yeah, yeah. check it out. Field trip. Can we put in sound effects here of like little like little music? And I want like magic bike, school bus. Bike bells ringing and, and all of a sudden bus. we're there. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like the uh, we have to get Lily Indiana Jones there. where it shows a map and then go we head out to, uh, uh, you know, Sunset Drive and then it goes down there. <laughs> you know, after we've been there for a few hours and we're drunk, then it just becomes this meandering line. It's like smoke <laughs> no, on the water. All the way back. <laughs> you guys really make me miss having Flash, um, the developing program, not necessarily the Flash player. Oh, yeah, yeah. I used to actually draw you, and design videos. Do you know how to use it? Mm-hmm. I have done programming in probably three dozen different programming languages, and I could not get that fucking system down. I tried. I went through the tutorials. I could not get it. I was a rising star student in computer science in high yeah. school. Yeah. Especially for well, the if creative you, movie making. Uh, that whole, the whole, what was it called, flash script or action script or whatever it was it used? I, it made zero. I couldn't, I couldn't get my head around it. I just couldn't do it. I've I was, got weird uh, special talents that I no guess. one's ever seen. <laughs> You can use it for the opening of the podcast. Too. Okay, yeah, awesome. Pull your uh, mic just a little bit closer, would you? Right here, baby. Yeah. Oh, that's right, perfect. right oh, here. That's probably Dude. just right where. <laughs> Dude, seriously. <laughs> oh my god. Cock blocker. <laughs> you know, I saw that your wife is a listener to this show. Just so yeah, hey, she knows. She knows what to expect. <laughs> oh 
<laughs> if she's still listening, that means she's either just has it on the background to support, yeah, or she uh, actually listens and she must enjoy it in some she, level. She'll from time to she doesn't listen to every episode, but she'll just pull up one from time to time and listen to some of it. And, we have a rule yeah. in our house that Brian is not allowed to listen to it out loud when I'm in the room because I I feel like I sound so weird on the because I sound like I'm 12 yeah. when I listen to the podcast. Yeah, like the way my I voice sounds. Sound, 12. <laughs> my my voice in my head. So that the, could be a selling point. We've got a 12 year old on the podcast. Oh my God, drunk her. with us. Well, it's, I just like I said. You don't. You're not. You don't sound drunk. Can I have a cookie? <laughs> um. Well, my vo- my voice when I listen to it, it sounds an octave higher than it actually sounds when I'm listening to myself talk. So yeah. I'm like, wow. That's actually, yeah. That's it is vibrating a, through your head. That weirded me out when we first started doing the podcast. I, I was having a hard time. I would listen and i go, is that really what I fucking sound like? And then I found a few articles where... No, you sound worse. Because you're... <laughs> really? <laughs> because uh, your ears being, you know, just you hear from inside. And so mm-hmm. you hear a lower version of your voice than everybody else actually hears. And so what you're hearing, unfortunately, on the podcast is closer to what you and actually it, sound and like. And it's really funny because I'm like, man, no one takes me seriously. I'm like, oh, now I know why. <laughs> My voice isn't cracked yet. I thought we went through this. Well, I can crank the, the bass on your on your mic here. This <laughs> chill just sound like hi. Because, you I'm know, Brienne. I also do work on BMWs. I'm all about that bass, about that bass. No. Uh-huh. Wow, that that beer podcast is really progressive. They've got like a uh, you know someone who's transitioning. Sounds like <laughs> I'm bringing booty back. Nice, very nice. Anyway, here's anyway. what I'm gonna do. Okay.